Juggernaut in the house. What's up? Emil in the house. What up, bro? Daniel Berry Sports Highlights. What up? What's going on? In the house. Minnesota Marty in the house. And shout out to our man Lee in the house. And shout out to Derek. Oh, shout out to Lee. Shout out to Arden. My bad. Go ahead. Continue. Salute. All right. Let's get to the headline news of the day. Jimmy G. So we know that he failed his physical. They they reworked his contract because of it. Uh, Moved a lot of his money from signing bonus to base salary. And it's came out now that they can actually release him without any kind of penalty if they do it this summer because of his higher foot injury. Yeah, I think we actually mentioned that yesterday, actually. Thing is, thing is, um, here's if you really read into it, the moment he passes his physical, that signing bonus that was converted to a base salary, that goes back to a signing bonus. The whole deal basically goes goes back to what it was. So it's fun. It's fun as I want to have with it, with the drama and everything like that. Like, and you know, Jimmy, you know what's crazy is that like, I think. Um, there might be something more to it because Jimmy obviously, you know, maybe he didn't tell him everything what it was because they were hella scrambling looking at all these QBs. I mean, maybe that was due diligence because they had, what, the eight, the seventh pick overall? Uh-huh. And they didn't draft a QB. 
but also could you just be like maybe they're like yeah well you know we're good with jimmy <laughs> i mean this is part for the course for jimmy he's a hurt motherfucker maybe it's yeah. all that karma from breaking all those ladies hearts hit the drop <laughs> hello ladies And some other news that I saw. It's not like it's like any kind of like relevant news or anything. And who knows why the hell it even got brought up. But um, a CBS article, I mean, that's why I saw that. And I saw it all over social media. <laughs> these, uh, the little memes with the clips. And le- they uh, they interviewed Le'Veon Bell. And he's going back talking about how he smoked. He was like, man, I'd be getting, I'd smoke up before the game. Go out and have like one, one fifty, two and two, two touchdowns. And uh yeah, big. I mean, big advocate for marijuana in uh, in football, and I don't even know the whole reason of why all this even got brought up. But uh, I think he's trying to trying to promote that bond, the play the uh, game uh, high, right? Play the game high, get high scores. <laughs> yeah, what is it? Get high, take the test high, get high scores, right? <laughs> And see, I mean, for Lev Bell, y'all remember, Mary, he was real chummy, real chummy with LeGarrette Blunt. You know yeah, what I mean? These, these motherfuckers got caught smoking on the way they, to the airport or to the stadium. They, they, were, they were tacking out, brother. They were, they were hotboxing, you know what I mean, uh, for, for, for lack of a better term. But they got pulled over. And then he does that, you know what I mean? You know, they probably try to be like, hey, you know, we are, we're the Steelers, baby. And if, if, you better hope that cop's a fan or he's like, uh oh. I'm a New England fan. License registration. Oh, look, you're blunt, huh? Get out the car. And like, remember, like that 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 shit had demoted him because they were like a one-two punch. And that I think I, I want to say was that Lev Bell's sophomore year or rookie year? I think that was it was his sophomore year because he only missed three games, and we knew he was coming back in as a starter after those three games. And all yep. That. So he so he because Lev Bell was the one that got suspended. He took the rap probably like a real G, you know what I mean? Like, listen, it's on me, you know what I mean? But then, I mean, you know what's crazy? Martavius Bryant is still playing professional football. He was in the XFL, and Le'Veon Bell is not. I mean, see, look at look at Martavius Bryant. He was in that car too, probably. <laughs> <laughs> look at look at, and then uh, remember, uh, Le, I mean, uh, Legarrette Blunt. He didn't like the situation one time during the, uh, his touches in the game, they're going to the locker room halftime and then Blunt stays out there on the sideline, bruh. And so, like, Tomlin was so hot, bruh, he cut him on the spot. And then, yeah. then Blunt goes on to New England and then wins the Super Bowl with them that year. <laughs> and but he was, he was with New England prior, so it was like... They, yeah, How many touchdowns did he get in that year? Like 18? That was the following year. Okay, okay. Yeah, but because he came like midseason in New England, but he was like, if you remember the Colts, they you know they had like an MVP caliber Andrew Luck that year, but they were one of the worst run defenses. And when they ran that deflate gate, that was the whole premise behind why 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 would you deflate a ball? Because it's gonna be bad weather, and you want your running backs to be able to hold on to that ball, no problem. You know what I mean? Like it's easier to squeeze, I guess. Right? That's the logic. 
it's not going to help by throwing it. And they ran to the tune of like 200 plus on the ground. And like McGarrett Blunt had like three touchdowns. If you remember earlier in that year, it was the Jarvis Gray game. Jarvis yeah. Gray had four touchdowns on the Colts in, during the regular season. And then they go back into the into the AFC title game and it was a wrap. They motherfuckers, Andrew Luck throwing a dunk. He's like, what the fuck is that, man? It's up the balls, man. <laughs> your balls, man. <laughs> so Tyreek. As he always does in the off season, he's doing his podcast, you know, doing his thing, making sure to get some. Uh, I'm the fastest man alive. <laughs> he said this year. Last year, we thought he was crazy when he says that uh, that two is the most accurate QB that he's ever played with, and all that shit. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny how Tua was more accurate with Tyreek than Patrick Mahomes was. Very slight yeah. though. He said that Tua is about to go even crazier this year than he went last year. Two is on the block. <laughs> and leave one. Y'all hear that? I'm going straight to the Tyreek Hill owner. What you got over there? I got, two, I got the tuna fish for you. You want that sack action? The tuna fish sack. The tuna cheetah sack. It sounds like a crazy, it sounds like a rich man's sandwich. You ever had a tuna, tuna cheetah? Nah, man. No one has. So, we got some news, some more news about DeAndre Hopkins. So we know that. I mean, he said he's wanted. I mean, he's made signs at the Jets, signs at the Bills, signs wanted, at Deshaun Watson comes out and says he would love to play with DeAndre Hopkins. But you know where DeAndre Hopkins was spotted at? The Baltimore airport. Wow. <laughs> he's doing his due diligence. Hold he's on. Hold on. He might have been going to Jimmy's Crab Shack. I heard the best, they have the best crab cakes that that side of Mississippi. I'm just saying, man. Look it up. So Baltimore was uh, was my pick, mainly based on the uh, the cap that they have and that they are trying to actually, for once, put pieces around Lamar Jackson. But uh, remains to be seen. Of course, he's going to be doing the free agent thing, going around and listening to uh, to pitches. Okay, here we go. He's going around to every team. And little do they know, he's collecting intel only to eventually sign with New England. He said, this is what they all told him. <laughs> <laughs> That's your plan. That would, well, I mean, I guess everything would be funny except him actually signing with New England. Yeah. <laughs> he ain't going to know, nowhere near Bill O'Brien. No. Even though Peacock did say it wasn't funk with with the coach per se, it was the organization. Owner. Yeah. You know what though? The damn racist owner. That's what it was. You know, so they had saw DeAndre Hopkins at the Baltimore airport, but they saw Watson in places that he doesn't want he doesn't want nobody to mention it's a drop. Hello, ladies. <laughs> I need to get a saxophone in this motherfucker. I would play the air sax, but then it might look like I'm blowing. A, I'm doing a blowjob. 
Yeah, you're blowing something besides the horn. Yeah, for sure. I'm yeah, with you. you know what I mean? <laughs> you can play the air bass, the air guitar, air drums. <laughs> you can't even do like, you can't even be like pretending to rap. Uh oh, Office Depot. He said <laughs> he put the laugh of my ass off. He said my dad played the tenor sax. Oh, okay. I bet you got all the ladies, bro. Hey, listen, that's how you were born. I bet. <laughs> Derek said somewhere right now, Kenny G smiling. <laughs> and Kenny G was a G, bro. Yeah. Why do he? Why do you think he had all that long hair, bro? So he could let it flow in the wind when he hit the drop top with a with a with a with a whip full of full of honeys, bro. Yeah, what up, bro? He said, what up, my dude? Salute. 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 All right. You crazy cowboy fans. Dak said he's learning the changes and additions that are going to be happening under the Mike McCarthy offense. And they're talking about Gallup, saying that he's looking like his old self this offseason. So you're telling me we have the black Aaron Rodgers now. <laughs> he was go he's going from the black Kirk Cousins. To the black Aaron Rodgers. If we listen, I'm excited for the black Aaron Rodgers. We're gonna see a lot of poorly managed games by Mike McCarthy, so they're gonna be throwing it all the time. You know what I mean? You might see didn't really make too many moves. Nope. So Gallup is actually in play deeper leagues. You know, maybe he's a flex in like a three wide receiver set. You know what I mean? Like you know. Like I said, a flex because I don't think I think he's like a WR four. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man with WR three upside. Yeah. I mean, who is there? It's CD Lamb, Oops. and then Schultz is gone. Cooks. So Cooks is really the only competition he has, right? Yeah. And they're gonna go three wides religiously. It's Mar it's Mike McCarthy's offense this time around. Yeah, we're well, getting a lot of playing time together. All right, let's see. Let's jump over to the Jaguars. So we're getting a lot of Travis Etienne <coughs> committee talk over here. Now and, we're getting uh, a horse's mouth now. Yeah. Someone from the Jags did say that he's that Etienne's using this offseason to fine-tune his skills like ball security, uh, as it's his, uh, his first like real healthy camp. And they said they didn't want to see him get 47% of the carry. No, they don't 70, want to see him 74, get 74. They don't want to see him get 74% of the carries like he did last season. So fingers crossed that that means more in the past game for him because we've still never seen it. I mean, and then everybody, I mean, we told everybody when they drafted Tank Bigsby, don't don't be surprised because this is a Doug Peterson offense. He, you know, going back to, you know, we, we, we got a, a small sample size considering like his tenure as a head coach, right? Only been a head coach since 2016. But that's enough sample size to show me that this motherfucker only want to do a committee. You know what I mean? When we had a rookie, Miles Sanders, we still had to wait because he was he, he didn't get really a lot of workload to be viable because until Jordan Howard went down. Before that, you've seen Jordan Howard in that motherfucker. You know what I mean? It's fucking annoying. Dare, you know not Laporta. Shoemaker. Shoemaker. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll allow Shoemaker. Yeah, I mean, who oh knows? Oh my God, You hear that? What was it? Ice cream truck? It's an ice cream truck. 
Oh, I don't have any cash. <clears throat> my kids be the first time my kids ever seen an ice cream truck. Man, see, oh, gotta get, gotta get Apple Pay and all that. They got, uh, oh. they got Apple Pay. Oh, he's gone. Oh. Oh. Before, when you're a kid, it's like second nature, right? You hear that motherfucker? You just drop everything you're doing. You don't even get the shoes. You're outside in barefoot. Boom! You got them. You just had enough time to grab the money before you even grab the shoes. Yeah. I had my shoes on, but I had no money. He's gone. Fuck. He was bending the ball. He was slapping too. All right, how about over to the Lions and Tracy Walker, who tore his Achilles uh, last year, said it expected to return in full for training camp. And they go out and they get, um, you know, uh, Branch. Let's see what let's see what happens. I mean, I, I think Tracy Walker might be done, but uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, that that's what kind of sucks. Like, we see a guy last year like uh, Kyle Hamilton, who's like, they, they fucking, they like move up to like draft him, you know, like the top 13, 14, I can't remember what pick he went, DB for the Ravens. And then he barely plays. I know he got hurt, but he was never really going to start. Like anyways. Ah, bogey fresh into the Matrix. And uh, Office Depot, yeah. <laughs> the Eddie Murphy ice cream script. <laughs> ice cream! <laughs> Mama, throw down some money! The ice cream man is coming. <laughs> oh, man, that shit's so funny. <laughs> so, yeah, let's see what happens there over for the Lions and Tracy Walker. But he just really can't stay healthy is, uh, is what it's been coming down to. Let's see. What else do we have here? Um, let's see, just filtering through all this. Oh, okay, wait, we gotta, we gotta get Bogey back for this. Little movie talk, little movie talk, and, uh, it's crazy, because they're gonna make a movie about John Madden, and the person who is reportedly gonna be playing John Madden is supposed to be Will Ferrell. And uh, here's Bogey right now. Yes, yeah, so last piece of news. We're out of the we're out of the news sector. John Madden. John Madden. They're making Come a movie on. about him, and Will Ferrell is about to play John Madden, and I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> when I read that shit on the docket, I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be funny," because I love it. So it depends on if he's gonna, you know, play him the way that he thinks he's supposed to be playing. Think about it. he's a jolly guy. Right? That that John Madden? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, oh, oh, oh we're going to have a, 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 a turducken. What is it? <laughs> oh, and you're on the clock in the 21. Forgot to mention it earlier. Oh, in the 21 now? Yeah. Okay. Okay, I just took what's... I just I just picked in the 23. Okay. That's an oh, awesome man. one. Fucking awesome one. I mean, I wanted Troy Anderson, and I'm like, okay, now it's time to start pulling on my guy. I mean, I've, I've seen him go as early as the 20, so it's like, you know, just put two Brogard fast. I'll take him at a 19. Yeah, we're already – I'm almost into my bench. There's only a couple spots. I only got a few <clears throat> spots. We still got time to do that. I think that filled up my other flex, I think, for IDP. 
right, you know what? Nineteenth round. Let's get Kenny Gainwell. I forgot about him. See, I hate that when it happens to me, bro. Like <laughs> I, when I see you draft someone and I remember they existed. Fuck. He's never even ever on my queue. I took all the. I, I went on a string of rookies, running backs, in those last couple. of My running back sucks so bad here. <laughs> in this league, if I survive that second half, my calculations are correct. <laughs> Let's see who do I got in this one at running backs. You got Jones. I know Steven, you got Aaron Steven Jones and Rashad White and Aaron Jones. Yeah, yeah so you're not bad over not too shabby, as in the words of Hustler. Yeah, I need Rashad White to be a thing, though. Like, um, well, sure. they didn't make any changes, so that's good. You know what I mean? They didn't draft anybody. They didn't. Right. They're not talking about Keyshawn Vaughn's going to take a step. They're talking about like you know they they think he can take a full workload. So, yeah, I mean, it's really about Keyshawn. It's really about like you know hoping no not like Kareem Hunt will fuck someone's backfield up. You know what I mean? Like preseason. You know what I mean? But it, but it'll fuck someone's backfield up as in being a guy that takes like you know eight to ten touches away. Not like he's not Kareem Hunt's not going somewhere being a starter unless somebody gets hurt like that. You know what I mean? And he's already there. And uh, Derek, he says, Will Farrell playing John Madden is so horrible, such a disgrace. Nah, man, knock on John is so sad. Nah, man, this is gonna be good. I really want to see Will Farrell come with some acting chops this time. It better not be. He's a thespian. It better not be a bunch of bullshit to where they try to turn John Madden into a fucking clown and Will Farrell with a whole bunch of kids. Hey, here's the thing John Madden was no clown, but John Madden was a jolly dude. He's that full of he cracker jokes. He's, you know what I mean? He got. If I, if I watch this movie and I see like the elf. And we'll, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm looking to watch this movie mad. so I can see little glimpses of hell. <laughs> hey, I love John Madden. I'm, I'm, I hate the Raiders, but you know the Raiders are what they are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, because of uh, because of uh, John Madden. I mean, people probably give credit to Al Davis or whatever. Al Davis was he was a trailblazer. He did he he was you know the American Football League, and he he took on the National Football League head on until they were like fuck it, let's merge. You know what I mean? Like he was a part of that whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like, but, but then you know when they started winning and becoming like, you know, uh, 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 that that dirty type of, of reputation. You know, it was John Madden. Like, yo, they're playing dirty. They're winning, but fuckers got stucco all over them. They got black jerseys, so they have stucco all over the jersey. Fuck it, it's black. Can't see. <laughs> What's all that on your jersey? Don't worry about it. <laughs> we'll kill you. We're Raiders. What did what they say? That's exactly how it's going to be. And uh, Marty says, has he ever done a serious role? I don't think so. Office said, Will Ferrell's Harry Carey uh, takes sketch. <laughs> uh, his uh, sketch is said uh, he did Harry wrong. And uh, Dennis said, Ashley Schaefer, Madden mix. I, I am going to put on the Ashley Schaefer. BMW mix because uh, that's really the only thing that I like seeing him from is it was fucking hilarious. Quite possibly. How are you doing, man? Who am I speaking to here? Ashley Schaefer, Ashley Schaefer, BMW. Damn, oh, fine to meet you. I take it you own this place. I what sure do. That's what my name's on the goddamn building. I thought Ashley Schaefer was going to be a woman. <laughs> I love women. I take that as a compliment. Take Woo. it as you will. I will. You take should. 
I am. I'm taking it. <laughs> it's a pretty nice showroom you got. Well, thank you. We've, we have a lot of pride here. We've done a lot of work lately, complete renovations. We've got beautiful cars, beautiful surroundings, yeah. beautiful women. Oh, yeah, they are pretty hot, huh? They're my closers. And they help people who are slightly hesitant to buy cars. So you happen to be a man? Yeah. Ashley over there will suck your dick. So Kenny Powers is here, everyone. That's Kenny Powers. Shelby's bad boy is back in business, huh? Yes, he is. Are you nervous or not? You feel a lot of emotions? I feel 110% ready to move some BMWs tonight. That's that's it. It's a big night. What are you going to go with? Your fastball or your cut fastball? Maybe a forkball? Maybe just signing some balls instead. Signing some balls? Yeah. It's not a microphone. It's not a microphone. I know. <laughs> We're just having fun. Come on. How's it going? You ready to get this thing going? Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. Why don't you throw that on? What's this? That's an Ashley Schaefer BMW Polo. Put Go that on. Right now? Yeah, right now. No offense, but kind of think the all black is more indicative of the Kenny Powers rebel persona. Scott, heads up. Thank you. Look, I paid you $200, okay? I want to see Ashley Schaefer BMW on your tit, all right? Whoa. Easy. I don't play games like that. This isn't a game. <laughs> really? <laughs> can you feel the tension in the air right now? I know I can. I can feel it all the way down in my plums. Getting all swollen with a light blue hue to them. Fresh and juicy, ready for the picking. Get good, girl. What up, Antonio? Hold up. Jenny Powers, is that you at my new dealership? If that ain't Ashley John Madden, bro. <laughs> Captain Kenneth J. Powers. I see you haven't forgotten about us little people. I thought you owned that BMW joint. Oh, I did. So I got tangled up with some better business bureau bullshit, misplaced van numbers, customer gouging, allegations of prostitution, <laughs> semi-automatic weapons found with trace levels of cocaine dust. Those are minor details that don't need to be discussed further. You firing baseballs around my place didn't help much either, but I, I'm much happier here. Kia is a, a vastly superior machine. Well, if you wouldn't mind just sashaying on out of here i'd like to finish this private combo with my business oh, yeah, it's you mr powers you need to sashay out of here sashay off my property where i hold my kias because i'd hate for for anything bad to happen to you stevie come let's do this au contraire kenny powers <laughs> this little this little baby-faced angel stays with me yeah he works for me now and his chores ain't done till the sun goes down Ain't that right? Yes, Mr. Shaver. Now you tell Mr. Kenny Powers to run along now. Run along now, Kenny Powers. Stevie, I'm having a really hard time shoving this pill up my ass. Scott could show you how to shove a pill up your asshole. Delicious. Fuck you, Scott. Poor Mr. Powers. Why don't you run along and play with your imaginary things, okay? And let me just give you one thing to remember me by. Oh, damn. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you.
especially fuck you. <sighs> yeah, you walk on out of here, you bow-legged piece of shit. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I like your muscle shirt. <laughs> Woohoo! Woo! How'd you like that, son? Well, you get back to work, okay? You get to rubbing deep in the crevices. You're a lucky man. I'm so wet right now. <laughs> Where are the bitches? You've flown in all the way from the Orient. The very mysterious and alluring Cherry Blossom. So seductive. <laughs> Look at the pageantry. Like Focus on the pageantry. Oh, yeah. <coughs> she's gorgeous. Yep, she's gorgeous. She floats. She floats above the ground. Subtle movements. Woo! She may give lap dance later on. She may give. She will give. Come on, Cherry Blossom, don't be shy. Get all the way into the room. Work the line, work the line. You heard Scott, Cherry Blossom. Don't disappoint. Mr. Monk, that little lotus flower is just your style, isn't it? Are you getting an erection, Mr. Monk? He's getting excited. Yeah, yeah, do what you gotta do, Cherry Blossom. Show some. <laughs> well, well, well. What the fuck are you doing in Myrtle? Oh, I've been coming here for Black Biker Week for 10 years now. And since we were in the area, we thought we'd stop by and say hello to my second favorite ball player. Well, that wasn't really necessary, being that you and I are even. It's not exactly true, Mr. Powers. Your swashbuckling shenanigans cost me my new dealership. The Kia representatives also did not appreciate the fact that we had a Japanese geisha. Because you know why? Because they're Korean. It turns out that fucking Orientals are highly sensitive. I never, I would have bet a million dollars. Wasn't I just saying? Like how people, people. They just, they I don't give a fuck about together. the sensitivity of Orientals. Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to push pause on the fitting because somebody else wants to say hello as well. Shut up, Don't let that nigga get you chill. I put some hollows in your shirt, nigga. You can get murdered, nigga. You can get murdered. You know what? Keep that thing on me and I'll let the bullets burst, nigga. You can get murdered, nigga. You can get Fuck you, Kitty Powers. You insensitive dickhead. I see you got a team to pick you up, huh? Must be nice. My baseball days are over because of you. Yeah, well, maybe it's hot time you look for another line of work. Maybe you could be a telescope operator. <laughs> Fun and games, gentlemen. Holy shit. This must be my goddamn fucking lucky day. First off, Kenny Powers walks into my showroom, and then he says he wants to do a personal appearance. It's goddamn amazing. Woo. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. I got a lot of star power. Woo. And I think it would make this night a grand success. Woo. And I think it'll only cost you two grand. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna pay you a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm sure you don't wanna maybe meet in the middle somewhere? About 200 bucks. 200 bucks to come. 200 bucks, cash. And a blowjob. Fuck you, man. Yeah, okay, fuck you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey guys, bring the fucking <laughs> ape in here. <laughs> Ashley Shay from BMW. <laughs> bro, if that ain't John Madden, bro, I don't know. I'm just telling you, bro. <laughs> you want to see the which version? Do you want to see the cutthroat Madden? There it is right there. 
<laughs> Man, he better not disrespect John Madden. <laughs> he's like, he's one of those like gigantic football fans, right? He's from Seattle, I think, or at least that greater Washington State area. And so he grew up a Seattle Seahawks fan. They were in the same division as as the Raiders. So, like, you know, he probably has this love-hate relationship for the guy. Because, you know what I'm saying, in the 80s, watching them just never be able to surpass the Raiders, you know what I mean? Yeah. <sighs> we shall see. We shall see. <laughs> what if he goes in there and ruins it because of that? <laughs> On purpose. <laughs> I'll never forget. I mean, it's an honor, though, right? You get to play John John Madden. I mean, and and you know, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, I mean, he, he was real instrumental on like uh, before he died, maybe, you know, probably long before he died. You know, assigning the rights to the movie rights to to whoever, whatever production company is doing it now. You know what I mean? Yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? I so. He was doing more work with the ESPN that made that. Uh, um, I know they made a Madden, a Madden like thirty for thirty, and like you know, it's mostly about like the video game. I mean, that's what was so cool about it. I mean, I mean, his impact. Like, yeah, players now they grew up playing Madden. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, understanding. I mean, shit. I mean, wasn't it you? I think he was one of the people that told me. Like, I know Steamboat for sure, but he told me like, you got an understanding of playbooks and like you know, what I mean, formations and you know, what I mean. For me, a lot of it was drafting because uh, we would do the, uh, the like the big draft, you know, where like every single player in the NFL gets put into a big draft, you know. And so just seeing the way that like teams were were drafting because QBs, they weren't they weren't like the, the most important position like they were, but like, you know, the top couple. And then it's like, you know, then there's a little drop off and then, but it's mostly like a lot of these left tackles, some of the running backs are up there. Um, a lot of uh, defensive players, especially the interior defensive linemen, cornerbacks, like huge cornerbacks are like always the most important for, uh, for these teams. So it was crazy to see like how the teams actually got constructed. That is cool. And even knowing knowing linemen enough to draft linemen, because at that point when we were doing those, I did know linemen to draft who were like the values to get, and mm-hmm. who were good in the run game or good in the pass game, like based on whatever type of team we were trying to build. This was back in like two thousand seven, eight realm. Back in my day, yeah, that shit is funny. The match. Uh... I remember the throwback man, and this motherfuckers used to get uh, you get hurt, and the ambulance used to come on the field. Yeah, yeah. And there, there was a code you could do with an ambulance <laughs> would blow up. You know what I mean? You're you're back on the clock in uh, in 23 now. Are you serious? I'm back. Okay, what'd you get? What happened? I took Sam Darnold. Okay. And uh, what did what did uh, that, what did uh, BS do? Cody Barton and Rayshon Jenkins. <clears throat> Cody Barton. Yeah. It's like, what do I push off here? You know what I mean? I'm at that because I stock so much. I always do this to myself, getting too many linebackers because I never I feel like you never have too many. Yeah. It's like, you know what I mean? Like, I got, I know there's, you know, I probably should snap off a DB because I only have a linebacker that goes in my DB. You know what I mean? I was actually trying to get Jeremy Chin a couple rounds ago when someone got him. I was like, damn, that was pretty good value. 
Just for the fact that I could put like you know put him in. He's a DB that plays linebacker here and there. You know what I mean? <laughs> Antonio said, "Damn, Darnold, why you got a snipe bogey like that?" <laughs> I mean, shit, bro. Listen, uh, you know what I mean? That's I'll tell you this, but that's not one of those ones that made me upset. <laughs> I knew I, I knew BS wasn't gonna take him right there. But yeah, that's, that's about the time that he's been going. But I'm not gonna. But I'm not gonna discount. You know what I mean? The history, because history tends to repeat itself. It, it sucks if our QBs go down and we have Sam like a Donald there. I don't remember all the times I skipped on him I mean, <laughs> on purpose. <laughs> like, fuck, like laughing even when someone, like, when you grab them, laugh. Ah! <laughs> Darnold. <laughs> I was on live right now, so I was just like <laughs> trying to keep my composure. <laughs> and I, I don't want to curse my because if I don't laugh, I'm gonna curse, I'm gonna curse them into existence for real. Yeah, <laughs> I know you got to take them at least a little bit seriously because karma yeah. is a bitch. You can't be talking too much shit about them. I can get them way sooner than what you want. You know, you know what? But fuck him, okay? <laughs> <laughs> this is a bit. <laughs> You know, I miss you, Jimmy. <laughs> Derek says no one's drafting Darnold but us. Not true. Not true. <laughs> Not true. And you know what? And that's what's crazy because last year, you know who nobody was drafting in these like startups? Baker Mayfield. Everyone was hating on him, especially when he got moved to uh, to Carolina. But then, uh, but I was the one taking him like just hella hella late, way later than the twentieth round. I'll you know, you. I had I had my good share of Baker Mayfield. And you know what I did with him, right? Soon as soon as he got traded to Carolina, he was getting Ooh. traded to somebody. I moved him. Yeah, yeah, yeah had to move him. But these QBs, I love taking these QBs because uh, if they end up starting like at all, they're gonna have some trade value. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's what it's all about. Sam Darnold starts yeah. it all. He's way out producing that 20th round pick right now. And uh, I could trade him for more than whatever I could have traded this 20th round pick for. Damn, do I go with the fancy pick right here or do I just get another linebacker? Because I feel Force is telling me I should grab another linebacker. Speaking of the force, I don't know why it took me this long, but I, I had to complete this. Uh, it was an advent calendar Star Wars Lego box set. So, like, every day of, like, December, there was, like, a thing to open. But we were, like, so deep in the fantasy that I just, like. Yeah, I remember. And, uh, but, man, it's got some funny pieces in there. It's got, like, a Darth Vader in there with kind of, like, a Christmas sweater. A C-3PO with, like, a Christmas sweater. It's got some cool pieces. Uh, damn, okay. I'm just trying to remember who I got right now. I know I got... I got Sanders with my... Oh, yeah, that's what I, I was trying to remember. Yeah, I saw this pop up on Sleeper. Um, Yeah, the Jordan Addison's not not practicing today. Um, Some kind of minor injury, so I saw him get the cue. Next to his name, yeah, I mean, yeah. If if it was super serious, we'd know exactly what happened. So I'm sending all the Addison trade offers out right now. I'm trying to get them. <coughs> Who's panicking? <laughs> yeah, let me get him for cheap, please. <laughs> oh man, what round are we in? Twenty. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Ooh. 
then don't forget about the 21 because we only got two hour clock. Oh, yeah. We got like an hour left. We're in round uh, 47. Over the, uh, you know what? I'll go to that one. Give me John Bates. I'll go to the 21 first. John Bates. Yeah, tight end for the goddamn commandos. <laughs> I always grab him in the in, in the late 40s. Because just in case it's a guy, you never know. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's just it's for, it's for free. Okay, now. Actually, I don't know. Damn. Oh. <laughs> Uh, give me Christian Harris. Got a linebacker. Yeah, game and tell me. We're doing it. We're going to play the game. We're playing the game. Off my cue. I would have took him there if someone had took off Osimo, but then I was like, you know what? I don't think Hus really looks at him like that, but I was like, I know he might look at Osimo like that. I like Christian Harris. He was on my uh, he was on my list, but yeah, it's like when do you pull the trigger on someone like him? Yeah, kind of would have depended if there was a little bit of a linebacker run and right. the next couple, maybe he'd be on the radar. I know he was kind of at the top of my queue because uh, his name was it's, it's visible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was at the top of whatever next tier break. The way that sleeper has it, fucking figured. Jarvis says, "Who do you think?" The top three picks should be in Superflex 12 team. Do they differ in 20 team? Um, in well, no particular I, order, I'd it, say if it's Mahomes, Hurts, Allen, or Mahomes, Hurts, <laughs> Burrow. I think that's the top four right there. How about that? Yeah, I'm going Mahomes, Hurts, Burrow, uh, uh, Allen. Mahomes, uh, Burrow, Hurts. And uh, I, the only way that it would differ in a 12 team to a 20 team is maybe someone has the balls to pull up a Jefferson inside the top three, because they think they can. Yeah. Well, I got to take this right. call for one sec. Yeah, do you think? Yeah, for me, like, if it's redraft, super flex, I like Mahomes, and then, uh, and then, and then Hurts, just because Hurts, he's going to give us that rushing floor, and he's already shown to throw it a shit ton. But I'm also not going to argue if someone pulls up Allen or Burrow there, because Burrow is just like, Burrow could have, now he has an offensive, he got the help on that line with a, with, uh, with Orlando Brown going over there to secure up that left side, that that blind side, you feel me? So I think Burrow, and you got to remember Burrow coming out of college, right? He he had the highest QBR under pressure. He had a QBR of like 143, which is un, un, unheard of, bro. And he had that shit. Um, he had that shit uh, 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 under pressure. That's why I knew he would translate with the Bengals because when he came to the Bengals, they had one of the worst offensive lines. You know what I mean? Now we're gonna see Burrow with some more time. That's just crazy with the weaponry he has. You know what? I talk myself into two, just like Hus got him at two. I'm not mad at that. I'll go Burrow. I'll go Mahomes, Burrow, Hurts, Allen for redraft dynasty. And you know what I'm saying? I I, I kind of like uh, Allen. I like Allen still more more than Hurts in a lot of in a lot of instances, just because I think Allen's gonna morph more into using the legs as a, a as a necessity and a luxury versus hurts. That's going to be part of his main game. You know what I mean? Like he got the weapons and everything. He's going to shred, but like, still like, I mean, 500 pass attempts might be his ceiling. You know what I mean? And that's okay. Cause we're getting all the rushing. So that's why it hurts. You know what I mean? Like, but then, then you look at someone like uh, Allen 
you know, we're looking at, you know, maybe he jumps up from his average of like 520-ish to like, you know, uh, closer to 600. You know what I mean? That We would love that. You know what I'm saying? Get him DeAndre Hopkins too. And then he's def- he might even make a case for number, being number two and redraft for Josh Allen. You know what I mean? It's super flex. I don't fuck around, man. I, I got it. When I'm going into the fourth, the fourth quarter, uh, fourth quarter, fourth round of a draft, I want to have two QBs. So, you know, what I mean, I'm, I'm taking two QBs in that first three rounds somehow, some way, like just because there's going to be a drop off. And most of the leagues I play is competitive. They're not dumb and they're QB premium. You know what I mean? So, you know, what I mean, you, you better have a plan in place and hope it works out if you're going to wait on QBs, like, because that's just, it's, you're going to have a rough season. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm a stickler for uh, trying to get three QBs. Like, so, you know, three out of my first 10 rounds going to be going to be for QBs if, if, it, if it goes my way, because, you know, when I get to that seventh, eighth round, sometimes getting that third QB is going to have more value for me than getting, you know, a WR3 or a, a RB3. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, you know what I'm saying? Because also in a super flex, I'm, I'm a stickler for like, at one point or another, I'm going to diagnose a team that needs a QB. And if I have a third, I'm going to be able to move that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like like I was saying uh, earlier, I had a ton of Baker Mayfield as my third QB last year. And I was able to move him before the season started just to the teams that was needy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, now all of a sudden Baker Mayfield looks shiny to them. He's ass. But it's like when, when the team needs something, they start talking to you. You know what I mean? Or you could talk to them, vice versa, whatever. You know what I mean? But what, yeah. what, how do you feel about that? I, I didn't hear third, what you said. That was the, the third, the necessity of a third QB in um, in a and redraft that, super flex. It, I mean, it's super important anywhere because it's always good. You never know what the hell is going to happen to one of your top two. Like we can't, we can't predict injury. And if you if one of your QBs gets injured, you're like fucked. If you have nobody else, like I mean, I'm really trying to get four. I mean, easier said than done because, I mean, 12 teams, 12 times four. I mean, shit, like not everyone's going to be anywhere close to having four. Like each team is kind of lucky if you have three. And uh, so, yeah, that, that's really you almost need it to You almost need – you need a combination of things to happen. Like people like letting QBs drop, like they keep, you know, kicking it down the, down the road. And then you're just like, fuck it. You know what I mean? And they're hot. Ah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's like because my argument is like, if I'm going into the fourth round in a super flex redraft, I, I, I'm usually having two QBs already, so I'm usually taking two out of those first three rounds, right? And you know, yeah, I mean, and I mean, you got to be water with it. Yeah, you got to be water, but like this is one of my cardinal <laughs> rules because man, there's been times where I fucked off, bro, and then you know, what I mean, there's redraft. That's it for that year. You know what I mean? Because I, I feel like it's on it's on a five round like thing for me with the uh, with the QBs because. Sometimes, I mean, in, in redraft, I'm I mean, trying get, I'm trying to, to the best of my ability, I'm trying to get two out of the top 12, right? Yeah, well, I mean, see, and that's easier said than done because unless yeah. you have a low first rounder, you know, might not even be able to make that happen in some leagues. And it's really, you just got to be paying attention, man. Our dynasties are different where like nine or 10 QBs may go in the first round. Might not be like that in the redraft leagues. May only be like five or six. I mean, QB premium, QB premium, regardless of redraft or dynasty, usually, you know what I mean? Well, we'll have a bunch going, but I just feel like the fifth round, like if you're in the beginning of the fifth round, you better be locking in at least your second, like right there. Like that's like the absolute latest I want to be. Okay, would you, would you agree with this? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm usually, if it's, if I have it my way, 
I mean, I'm, I'm them them. Take three QBs out of the first ten rounds. Yeah, I mean, so that yeah. that might even entail me like, like say I took one early, then I took one in the fifth. I might take one in the seventh, like you know, because you got to be watching. You got to be watching too. Like, like okay, because there's going to be another wave of QBs that go after that fifth, sixth round. Yeah, that's where a big wave always goes because mm-hmm. people might want to get their two wide receivers, two running backs before they lock in their second QB. But I think a lot of people, fifth, sixth, seventh is when, like, it's going to be dry. There'll be, like, there's a point where it dries up. This is a good year where I don't care where I'm at in the draft. If I'm early in the, in the Superflex redraft, I don't, I'm getting the QBs and I'm happy. If I'm in the middle, I have a decision to make. I could pull up one of these mobile QBs, you know, uh, possibly a Lamar, possibly a Justin Fields. Maybe I'm even deciding between a Herbert. And, and 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 Lawrence, and that's when you're in like the six seven range, right? Six seven eight range. But then it's like, oh shit! If all else fails, you usually got a good chance at like a Chase or a, a Jefferson. And if, if it's all QBs, you know the first six picks, seven picks, right? You know what I'm saying? Then you know, or if you're in the back end, you get to swing around. You get to you know grab one of each if you wanted, skill wise, or or one you know QB and receiver or QB whatever. You, hey, you take Kelsey, swing around. You know what I mean? Like the bat, I like. If I had a preference, I'd rather be in the back end and like and let's say screw the top end QB. I'll just I'll just build and you know, I always feel like I'm building a stronger team on the swing round picks anyway. Yeah. That's not but you know, it, it's all teachers own. It, it, there's there's no fucking stencil. You feel me? Like it's all, like you said, you gotta be watering this, but we need that drop. Yeah. We gotta get that Brizzly drop. Yeah. And uh yeah, Infinite say smoking on that Phelps OG. Let's get it. Let's get it. There you go. And, uh, Jarvis said, what about a draft of all-time players, 12 and 20? I'm down. I mean, that would be kind of fun. That's how fun. Yeah. That would be super fun, actually. We can go back and we can talk stats from, like, the best single seasons of these guys and things like that. Hell, yeah. Infinite said, which rookie player have you drafted the most? For offense, I feel like I've, it's been, like, a little bit of a mix of everybody. But on defense, I feel like um, probably Jartavius Martin, if I had to say which person I drafted, like, the most. That's a kid from Washington? Yeah. He's the DB. Yeah. Drafted in the the safety, I mean. Safety, yeah. Nobody's – nobody was really on him in the beginning. And, I mean, who knows if a lot of people have been paying attention how much I've been talking about him. Um, just the the, uh, the opportunity of being able to step in like right away, and they spent the draft capital like on him as well in the second round. So um, I feel like him because not a lot of people knew who he was, and I'm picking him up in the sixth and seventh round all the time. Yeah, I got a bunch of uh, Jabir uh, or uh, uh, J- Jair Brown. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I got to the hip. I just you know just to echo everything you said. You just nobody knows about him. Just going late, you know what I mean. And he was third. He was a third rounder to the Niners, and we only we had three third round picks. So it's like, you know, some people might argue he was a reach, but like, you know, what I mean, they, the Niners when it comes to those mid rounds, they get their guys. So you know, he's notable. Plus the same thing, like you like like you just said with uh with with Jartavius Martin is that this this kid has a you know he has an opportunity to walk on in the starting roles. No more Jimmy Ward. No more no more uh uh uh, uh Tredavious, I mean was it a tra- Traverius uh award no no um what's the no no Traverius awards still there what's his name Tart Tart's gone and then yeah, there's another guy either way brother all gone it's just Kufanga. Mm-hmm. yeah 
and then the old guy. Uh, what's what's the buddy's name, bro? The old dude, bro. Uh, he had he like led the league in picks last year. Gibson. Gibson. There you go, Gibson. Yeah, he's thirty-three years old, so they brought him back for one year. Yeah, because that's who he's uh, officially backing up right now. Oh yeah, oh he's gonna get on in no time, bro. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for that kid. Man, yeah. and then um, a lot of Drew Sanders. Because Drew Sanders could potentially be, um, especially because he had the dual designation. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? I, I like that. Like, that's why I love the Josh Allens of the world. And when, when Harold Landry was healthy, I loved Harold Landry because on sleeper, they get the dual designation. It's like throwing a linebacker. It's, like, they're, they're, they're not great at linebacker, but if you can put them in your DL, it's like, it's awesome. And evidence that what defensive players are you not leaving the free agent draft without? You got to give me some idea on what type of players we're talking about in that, because, I mean, our draft is always just all This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design, the kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Yeah. The agents were just able, were able to do, uh, you know, put in the waiver claims on them daily with the fab. Um, uh, Sydney Brown, like these, that guys that are kind of forgotten about, like this is usually like the safety of the, the, this year, right? Like, like you guys just, like you just said, Tr- Jart- Jartavius Martin, Sydney Brown, fucking J- 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 Jameer Brown, or Jair Brown, fucking Battle. If you're not knowing, people just don't even know about Battle. Yeah, you know what I mean, Jordan Battle from from the from the Bengals. Ooh, yeah. Battle from the Bengals. I like that. <laughs> yeah, that uh yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Dax and Dax Hill and fucking battle over yep. there. It's gonna be crazy if they just really hit like over there. Cause uh they should. I'm assuming that they will. And they had Jesse Bates and fucking bon- Von Bell for like so many years that uh it is gonna be different seeing two people, two different safeties back there. There's some young blood in there. And and this is uh this is that defensive coordinator, you know what I mean? I mean, they, they, you know what I'm saying? They don't really pay guys. So, like, they've been, they got to hit on the young guys. And, like, every so often when they bring in a veteran, I mean, I mean look at the young guys that have been hitting, they hit on Logan Wilson, you know what I'm saying? Um, uh, yeah, they got Dax Hill, you know what I'm saying? See what he could do. I mean, shit. I, I guess they didn't really hit on so many young guys now to think about it because it, it was really about the veterans they brought in, actually. Now, think about it, like, bringing in Trey Hendrickson. You know what I mean? To to compliment uh, Sam uh, Hubbard. You know, they yeah. brought in. I mean, they hit on Logan Wilson, but yeah, I mean, that was. Yeah. Because they did bring in, and then they even they brought in, uh, they brought in uh, Jesse Bates too, right? And Von Bell. I know Von Bell for sure. Jesse Bates was drafted there. Oh, he was drafted by there. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was the first contract guy. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that is funny. <laughs> Infinite said everyone likes Gallup said he ain't going to be shit. Yeah, I don't think so either. I won't be drafting him. I'd rather get Cooks for sure. It's, it's funny because he's a DFS play. Real talk. That's about it. Like best ball, like maybe. Yeah, speaking of best ball, let's see what divisions we're filling up right now. We just did the longest yard fast draft. We're filling up uh, the wire slow draft. We're filling up the weed slow draft, and we got to come up with a theme for the next fast draft, and we're going to start filling that right now as well. Um, make it um, – what's a good joint with uh, hella characters, bro? Um, yeah, you know what? I'm high. We'll make it the same, the, the, the Jay and Silent Bob joint. We already got that one. Make it the Dogma one. Ooh, that's a good one. <coughs> All right, Dogma. That's a classic. All right, yeah. said, Mark me down for the weed slow. Sounds good. What up, Dennis? I love uh, I love weed. That's such a good show. I know I love weed too. That's when that's what the entire show is about. Weed is the best. <laughs> and Dennis said Clarks. I'm assuming you mean clerks. Clerks. So that, that, that'll be another one that we do. But yeah, I do like Dogma. That one is. Uh, so funny. Let me see. I wonder if uh, we'll get shut down for putting the the scene where they're in the um, what's it called in the diner. Let's see. Where's the scene? These guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> Yeah, if you guys haven't seen Dogma, it's definitely worth watching. So I'm first. I hate sloppy seconds. You're a man of principle. Jersey's pretty far from McHenry. May I ask what brought you here? Some fuck named John Hughes. Sixteen candles, John Hughes? You know that guy too? That fucking guy. Made this flick sixteen candles. Not bad. There's tits in it, but no bush. But Ebert over here don't give a shit about that kind of thing. Cause he's like all in love with this John Hughes guy. Cause that rents like every one of his movies. Fucking Breakfast Club. All these stupid kids actually show up for detention. Fucking weird science. Where this babe wants to stick the gear off and get down, but oh no, she don't because it's a PG movie. And then Pretty in Pink, which I can't even watch with this tubby bitch anymore. Cause every time we get to the part where the redhead hooks up with her dream guy, he starts sobbing like a little bitch with a skin knee and shit. <laughs> Nothing worse than watching a fucking fat man weep. What exactly brought you to Illinois? See, all these movies take place in this small town called Shermer in Illinois, where all the honeys are top shelf, but all the dudes are whiny pussies. Except for Judd Nelson, he was fucking harsh. But best of all, 
There is no one dealing, man. Then it hits me. We could live like fat rats over the blunt connection in Sherman, Illinois. So we collected some money road and <coughs> caught a bus. You know what the fuck we found out when we got there? There is no Shermer in Illinois. <laughs> Movies are fucking bullshit. When are you going back to New Jersey? Jesus, bro, I ask a lot of questions. Tomorrow. <coughs> he asked one question. Yeah. He spilled the whole beans. So you do anal? Is it true that chicks fart if you blast them in the ass? I didn't ask you out for sex. I'll take it. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I can't believe I'm even thinking about this, but... I think I should go with you. Well, like steady? You want to be my girlfriend? All right, but Sal and Bob is to live with us and you pay the rent. Well, I'm going to go with you to New Jersey. Really? You're going to leave me somewhere. God really, Jim? Lady, look at me. I don't even know where the hell I am half the time. If we're not going to fuck them, what the fuck did you ask us out for? Someone told me I'd meet you and you'd take me someplace I was supposed to go. What the hell are you babbling about? All I know is we saved your ass from some angry fucking dwarves, and now you're telling us we're supposed to take you somewhere so we know what the hell it is? Do you believe in God? <laughs> Holy fuck. All the fine and moral bitches out in front of the place, and we gotta get the one Jesus freak? Let's the fuck out of here. No, wait. I'll scream right. I can pay you. <laughs> pay? hundred bucks for being my guide. We were going to Jersey anyway. All I'm asking is to tag along. I feel like Han Solo, you're Chewy, and she's Ben Kenobi, and we're in that fucked up bar. What about sex? <laughs> no sex. All right, well, let's say we're caught in a situation where we have, like, five minutes left to live. I don't know, a bomb or something's gonna go off. Would you fuck us then? In that highly unlikely situation? Yeah, sure. Yeah? She's a slut. Bong. <laughs> All right. But I get to drive. <laughs> That's funny. These guys I gotta watch that movie again, bro. I love that movie. Those guys are fucking idiots. <laughs> I mean, and, uh, it's so funny because uh, Kevin Smith, he... Um, after seeing uh, Reservoir Dogs, he's like, "What?" It's like all these guys just like sitting around talking about Madonna and all, <laughs> and like a virgin and oh. all this shit. He's like, "Man, I'm gonna make a movie like that." And fucking, uh, we're just gonna talk about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, you're right there. He's like, "I feel like we're in that fucked up bar." He's talking about the cantina. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we uh, yeah, they got, they got to mix them in. Yeah, Kevin Smith's the man. And uh, let's see here. What was the questions that we got? Uh, Infinite said, I feel like I, I've drafted Bigsby where I had the chance. You trust Travis Etienne. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, I mean, most of the backfields are a committee. And uh, they got Bigsby apparently so they can flex out Etienne a little bit more as a wide receiver. Which is going to be funny when they have, when you add someone like Calvin Ridley, where it's like, you know what I mean? That, that already makes me worry about other guys like Christian Kirk and Evan Ingram, guys that flashed last year and were, were useful in fantasy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, I mean, we can't have it all, right? I, I think there's a likelihood it's like Ridley's the guy we can start. And then I'm not fucking with Kirk or Evan Ingram and ETN's getting receptions too because he's, he's 
extra killing it for for uh, Ingram and Et and uh, and Christian Kirk. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but, but then also right. like you got to worry about the short. Like how many times? What they said today? They said, "Oh, he want uh, he want he got to work on." Uh, he working on his his ball security, right? Because he fumbled hell of times on the goal line, bro. Bigsby starts pounding it in. They're never gonna go to ETN down there, unless like it's one of those situations where you you got to get tricky, where you, you flex them out. And you're like, oh my god, watch them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they throw it to him and they're gonna, you know what I mean? But then you also have Bigsby in the backfield. Like that's what's gonna add a different element. You know what I mean? So for the reality of it, it's awesome. But like fantasy is gonna be fucking annoying. Yeah. And I'm probably just not gonna have any ETN because. He's not gonna drop too far, you know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, maybe, maybe it does a little bit when when people read, oh, they don't want to give him seventy four percent, but then people, well, he just needs sixty five percent. He needs sixty. What if it's what if he gets like fifty five percent or fifty and then 65! and the other shit? As long as he gets sixty nine percent, I think we'll be happy. Sixty nine, dudes. I mean, shit, bro. That's a that's a that's a, that's a, a modern day bell cow. If you get at least seventy percent. You know what I mean? Because the bell cows, that, again, and that would entail, like, what if he only got 60% of the backfield, but, like, he was getting, like, you know, touches out I mean, uh, through, in the air. You feel yeah. me? So, or targets through the air. Yeah. And if it said, is he, is he going to play? Thoughts on him? <laughs> I mean, if, if you got, he's more like if you have Brees and, you know, pick him up. But outside I, of that, I, I think he beats out Michael Carter. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Carter ain't got no kind of draft capital like that 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 that'll hold him down. And even though uh I, I don't he was a second rounder, but I mean it doesn't matter at this point. Well Michael Carter was a fourth rounder. A fourth rounder, I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I know that's higher than what uh what Izzy was drafted at, but still at the, at the end of the day, like this is it's a new it's a new uh a new style offense. So that that matters too. Yeah. You know? They they grab a guy who has a three down skill set, so like you know what I mean. This, this, I I immediately think he's the number two in in, in an offense that's gonna run like a a sixty five percent forty five percent split. You know what I mean? Like this is this is the same guy we're about to see Nathaniel Hackett. You know what I mean? Back in his offensive coordinator role with Aaron Rodgers when you know we could start Dylan and Aaron Jones type of shit. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that's but see we might even see a, a, a closer split. If Brees ain't ready to carry the ball twenty times a game, you know what I mean? Yeah, like because he he's coming off ACL from you know like what week nine, ten, something like that. Mm-hmm. And Infinite said, uh, "Can Pollard handle two hundred and fifty carries?" No. Well, yeah, I don't think so either. And uh, who else can <laughs> Dallas get? Well, uh, who? What's the backup's name again? I'm blanking on Malik him. Davis, and then and then Duke. Deuce Vaughn is, is more so like what can, what can, you know, like return guy immediately and also like in the passing game, hurry up situations that could hurt Pollard. But like Pollard's only under franchise tag and like they retained him to play that role that he plays. Will he get more work? Of course, because I don't think Malik Davis is going to scream, you know, going to, you know, demand, uh, you know, a lot of touches, but he's going to be in the mix. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like, He's a bigger uh, he's a bigger back than than Pollard, so I, I feel like you know what I mean here and there you could be the same same argument I made with with ETN because we have seen the Cowboys do that where you have Pollard you know uh, lined up somewhere on the field with Zeke in the backfield like we'll we'll see some of that sprinkled in you know I mean with Dave, with Malik Davis though and that, and that'll be annoying and that's why Pollard's on my fade list I just don't fuck with him. 
And I'm, Infinite, okay, I'm okay being wrong about him. Infinite said, did y'all watch Air yet? Yeah, I did, and I really liked it. It's, uh, it's cool. Ben Affleck directs it. Uh, Matt Damon's in it as well, so the tandem <laughs> is back. Viola Davis plays uh, Michael Jordan's mom in so there. My, my, my mom actually is the one that told me I should watch that shit. Yeah, it's a good movie. And um, it's not, it's, uh, I mean, if you remember, like, I mean, the actual story, Jordan wanted nothing to do with Nike. So, like, all the interactions, he's, like, not even interacting. It's, like, his mom, who was, like, pretty so, much. Oh, so like, it's, like, the 90s video, the 90s basketball video games where, like, Jordan, like, they had the Bulls, but Jordan's not in it. Yeah. <laughs> he wouldn't sell, oh, he wouldn't, he wouldn't sell his likeness, remember? Like, he wouldn't take the little chump change for uh, putting his name in the game. Was Okay, how about this? Because he said a game could never do him justice until Ooh. he became part owner of 2K. And then he released his name because it was a game that he was actually it, it, part it owner was written, in. It was written in the contract, etched in stone even, that it said he has to have 100% rating on everything, no matter what. <laughs> He's 99 everywhere. 99, there you go. 99. I guess what's cool is, uh, so in there, I, I don't remember exactly like which year it was, but one of the first couple years after he became part owner and he start, like he started being the face of it for a couple years, they would have the different Bulls teams and he would be he would have different levels of skill and speed and all that. Yeah, from the years. From the they, year. got real, they got real integral. Yeah, for sure. That's hard. Yeah. And you could be him from like the, the rookie year, 84 Bulls, all the way up to the fucking. That's, really, that's really hard, actually. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> I don't remember which one that was, but yeah, that was cool. And I still think, uh, man, that 96 Bulls team, like, because Jordan, it seemed like he was peaking with, uh, like, all, like his speed and stuff was still up there, at least. Like, we wouldn't be allowed to use them. <laughs> be the cheat code. Mm-hmm. You can only be a Bulls team against another Bulls team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, but there's mu- but there's multiples to choose from. Multiples, there all the go. championship teams. And mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, so um, who else was in there? Chris Tucker. He was in there. Jason Bateman was in there. Okay. Uh, Marlon Wayne had a small role in there. Okay, that's hard. Yeah, so it was cool. So and may, I mean the main characters are Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, and and Jason Bateman and Viola. Those are like the main four. Jason Bateman yeah. whooping somebody's ass, bro. <laughs> oh no, Teen never mind. I was thinking of Jason Stamen, my man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about Teen Wolf and fucking yeah. like Jason Bateman. Hey, hey, Jason Bateman though, listen, man, he's the same guy in everything, man. It's crazy how, uh, I mean, of course they're going to make Nike look good because they're the one who got the deal. But um, everything was so cookie cutter with fucking Converse and Adidas. <clears throat> and then Nike like, was like, we can get little kids in Asia to make this, these shoes. <laughs> I'm sure that's where all the shoes are getting made in Converse and uh, Adidas. Also, right? They weren't talking about that, though. You know what I mean? <laughs> And Adidas was Nazis, apparently. When I heard that, it broke my heart. I was like, don't, don't tell me that. Yeah, they're Germans. Yeah. I'm not D-boys sure. are, they're Nazis. They were Germans. Oh, motherfuckers driving BMW or a band. They're a Nazi. That was, one of the, that was one of the big things in the movie where uh, there's Matt Damon, who was, like, telling uh, Jordan's mom, Viola, like, what to look for with these two other companies. And he was like, watch, Adidas – 
they're like going through ownership struggling. They're like, there's going to be like six people who say that they're in charge or say that a different person's in charge. Oh. Peace out, Derek. We'll see you for the rookie mock tonight. I'll put I put the link in uh, Patreon. I'll put it in here as well. Salute to Derek, man. Yeah, we'll get up out of here soon, too. But yeah, good movie. Good movie to watch. I mean, even though we already know the backstory of uh, of everything and, and that he signed to Nike and all that, cool to uh, take it all the way back to the beginning. Because Nike was nothing before Jordan. Like, that's what's crazy is, like, <laughs> Nike was, like, about to, like, collapse and file bankruptcy and like all types of shit. Like they were just known for the running shoes and that was it. There it is. And nobody wanted the running shoes. They're getting them. They're fucking... And it was the smartest thing, like paying the fines. Like that was one of the big things because like with the... uh, They were like, it's too much red. It's got to be a certain amount of like white, you know, and because all the shoes had to be white. And they said mm-hmm. they were going to find them like $5,000 each time. And we already know that they paid it. But yeah, that was one of those things that they were like on it right away. Like, fuck it. We'll pay the fine. He doesn't know about it. Right? Let him match, let him match the motherfuckers, man. Because it was pretty much marketing. I mean, they don't really say that in there, but that's what it was. Like, it was a $5,000 marketing campaign each time because they kept talking about it on ESPN, like, every single week. Like, Michael Jordan is fined again for wearing his Nike shoes with all the red on it and all this shit and showing off the shoe on TV for millions and millions of viewers to see and go by. And he was balling. Yeah. Because whatever they paid him, I can't remember what it was. It was... uh. Let me see. What, whatever it was, they sold like 300 million like shoes or something in the first year. Like it was ridiculous. And uh, it is dope that they got it to where Jordan is getting a piece of every single sneaker sale. Like that makes it even cooler. Damn. He was like, listen, cheating. You ain't even tripping wearing the motherfucker getting the fines, man. But you know he was tripping. Right? Let's be honest. He was making the Nike. He's like, listen, we have property. Y'all better to pay these fines. I wear different shoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, see, five year, five year, 2.5 mil. So 50 a year is what, uh, is what they gave him right out the gate. Damn. Damn. And they said the goal, the goal of making uh, 3 million in the first three years. How they do? <laughs> yeah, let me see how many people up. <laughs> uh, let me see. No, I'm just not being sarcastic. No, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they shipped 1.5 million pairs in the first six weeks. Pairs. <laughs> Damn, bro. I, mean, I think when they first came out, they were like 70 or something like that when they yeah. first, first hit the streets. By the time they was in the 90s, it was like 120 bucks for a pair of Jordans. Well, it, I don't know if you remember. Remember when they started re-retroing all the shoes with the different colors? Yeah. Like, it was probably like the second wave of when they started re-retroing mm-hmm. them because they did it like yeah, after he was, retired. After he yeah. retired, they did a first big wave, and then they uh-huh. took like a couple years off where they was like slow. And then it was like, yeah, 2002, three, four, five, like all the different oh. ones. And uh, the ones, those were the, the ones that you can actually get just for a straight 100 bucks. So there were 30 bucks more than originally in 84. Not but, bad. Yeah, still able to get them this first yeah, Hold on. 
Hold on. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. I know I got him here somewhere, barely. Look at this. Boom. My little man's doing Nice. The OG you know Come on. There we go. You know what I'm saying? I was like, wait a second. I got them motherfuckers just chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I had uh, yeah, I have a few of those. These will be hard right now, bro. Come on. Yeah. I guess what sucks about those ones is they're not super, super comfortable after uh, they get worn a little bit in the middle. I mean, you know. I mean, if you're rocking them every day, I guess, right? Well, it's just their uh, <laughs> the soul is up. I miss the old school shit. Yeah, exactly. There's just not too much flex in the soul. How about that? Yeah. That's why Jordan was like, God damn it, I'm so great. I play with bricks on my feet. <laughs> what do you mean bricks, Jordan? Yeah, the Jordan ones. Uh-oh, what? And uh, Jarvis said, actually, Jordan was in NBA Live 2001 when he was on the Wizards. And he was also oh, on the Bulls versus Blazers. Mega Genesis, what? That doesn't count. <laughs> I guess what's crazy is that, like, Jordan, even, he, only, he averaged 20 minutes a game. And twenty points a game <laughs> when he was uh, when he was with the Wizards, like that shit was wild. He was still getting it. I mean, come on, I don't expect more, bro. He lost his step. <laughs> he got Alabama Iverson when Iverson crossed him up, bro. It was all downhill from there. It was disrespect, kid. Disrespect your elders. Don't ever use that fuck your team. Hey, hey, Iverson's shoes were so fucking hard, bruh. Think about that. Only came out with the one pair, and that's all that mattered, bruh. They came out with that motherfucker with different variations with the honeycomb, the little honeycomb uh, air bubbles on the side. The uh -huh. Yeah. Shoes were so hard. Yeah. Bro, those right now, if I could find them in all white. Uh-oh, he sure. said, and there was a code that you can get him in NBA Live 95 or 96. Can't remember. That's wild. Uh, no, no, I to put a cheap code in to be able to get Yeah, it. I wasn't fucking with the NBA Live like that, man. Damn. I yeah, remember I, I, it, It's yeah. crazy. It was like on the Sega and all that. It was like NHL Live. I was all about that. And then once NBA 2K came around, I mean, I was on the basketball game for a lot, a lot of years. Well, what did the first 2K come out of the Dreamcast? Yeah. Yeah, not that everything 2K came out on the Dreamcast. On the Dreamcast first. I mean, Dreamcast was like the 2000. That was like the Millennium console. Yeah, everything is 2K. That and the PS2. Yeah, because the PS2 I think came out in like like uh early year like September 2000 or something like that. Let's go see because I remember having it in 2002. Or, how about that? You you might be right about this because I remember somebody showing me an art class. I remember specifically March fourth, two thousand. I can't remember what date you said, but you were hella close. I, I said September, so I was yeah. Because I remember as a kid in an art class, bro, he had his magazine. It was like all, but he was like showing me. He's like, look at the PS2, bro. I was like, oh, this kid's a real nerd. You know what I mean? He had a magazine. Because you know what's crazy? Even back then, it was like you still there was still these waves of like you couldn't get the fucking you couldn't get the console. Yep. And it's it's nuts because like PlayStation even says they lose money on the console, like no, building it, like all the time it takes to build it. They lose money on the console. They we, make we had, these, um, we had these import boutiques, right? So like you, because you know, what I'm saying there's a lot of a, a lot of Asian plazas in uh, 
in San Jose. So there's this one, there's this one joint. That's and, uh, what I meant, Jarvis. Five hundred thousand, not five million. <laughs> yeah, and like so the dude, so he said, uh, uh, my dude goes, hey, let's go get a Dreamcast. And my like, man, that's just not even coming out till nine. It was like nine, 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 nine. That was their whole, their whole campaign for the American release, right? Uh-huh. So, so September 9th, 1999, that was the whole campaign. They had shirts and shit and posters everywhere in the malls and all of the game stores and shit. But, like, um, so my man's like, let's go get one, bro. And I'm like, what? And then, you know, my, my man James, I actually, my man Jimmy, I referenced him earlier. He's a, they own, you know, his family, they're balling, they own restaurants and shit. So, like, I remember he had money, bro. And we went and he paid, you know, to get it early. And the, the Japanese, it was the Japanese version, you know what I mean? Because that's what it said. It said the Japanese version was the 9999, and it was... Okay, uh, that's what it was. Okay. Was, uh, that's what, so, so I go with my mans, right? And we copped that shit. And I remember we got, like, Mortal Kombat Trilogy, and it was, like, um, it was like Power Stone or whatever. So that fucking game was the shit. But, but anyway, yeah. so... But all the games were in Japanese and shit, you know what I mean? But, like, you know, but we had a dummy ass earlier, bro. And like you know, so that dream, that Dreamcast was like that shit was the shit, man. Yeah, it was cool in the beginning. I mean, it faded out really quick. I guess like the graphics were so cool, but the gameplay was not really. Like I remember I like, was, their two K their two K baseball game. Like the graphics were like so on point, but the gameplay was kind of lame. But I, I liked the basketball because it seemed like basketball had the best gameplay. Uh, the cheat code was Randy Moss on NFL Two K, like. Nobody could keep up with him. He was like way too fast. He was the cover. He was the poster boy of the mm-hmm. game as well. Yeah, the Dreamcast was the shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But we, I mean, anything. It's funny because it don't matter what console it was, man. Me and my guys was always fucking with some Capcom, some Street Fighter, something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Capcom versus SNK or some bullshit. <laughs> Marvel versus Capcom bullshit. Yeah. Yeah, it was, and then then motherfuckers on Madden or like. Uh, when the Halo really got crazy, bro, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers was not going out even type of shit. It's like, while well, they're playing online, what y'all doing? Man, we're all board gaming. The fuck? Yeah, I never, uh, I never fucked with Halo because I didn't have an Xbox until Xbox 360, and I kind of didn't care. And then, because I like Call of Duty instead. Yeah, my, my it's fun. That's my daughter. So my daughter, she, she was in a, my, my oldest, she was in a Minecraft, like five years old. And uh-huh. then, like, that, she didn't cheat. She turned five in, in, in that November, so Christmas come around. You know what I mean? She's already a gamer type of shit, and that's when they released the Xbox One. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's up to I copped her one from, from from one of the homies. You know what I'm saying? That's another story how he how he he, he came up on like a whole a whole palette of these motherfuckers, right? But anyways, yeah. so I copped one off of him, and then um and it, uh, she got on a Call of Duty immediately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like because her older cousins and her other cousins her age, they were already gaming on that shit. So, right. like, yeah, she was hella dope, bro. Like super dope. And then, then like both like a Minecraft and the Roblox and shit. Like they still fuck. Well, they still fuck around. Like her and her friends now, they're all in high school and shit. They still play Roblox and shit. Yeah, that's why. It's just tight though. Yeah. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, and. uh what the hell was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and it's crazy how, like, um, the scalping season of PS5s is over. I think you can find, like, I think you can kind of. They have, like, a whole another wave of them now? Yeah, I think you can kind of find them anywhere now. Cool. 
Yeah, I've been wanting to get one because fuck, man, like I don't even know how important it is, I guess, to be able to have like the disc. At least you can resell it. I guess that's like the biggest thing on why I like getting the disc. At least you can resell it whenever uh, you're done with it. Can't resell a digital copy. No. And then like, and then that comes a, a thing where it's like, you know, you need space and stuff like that if you want to have hella games and you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's so, how yeah. they get you. Because you know I mean? of Noble putting a penny in the fucking, in the PS4, like way back in the day, thinking it was like a fucking slot machine or something. I don't even know what he thought it was. What, <laughs> he what he was thought it was an actual, like he, he thought it was the actual video game. He had to put the coin in to start playing. I put some of it on my Instagram story, but uh, when I was out there on last Friday at the, the little roller skating ring, you know what I mean? They had Street Fighter there. They had Fatal Fury. Nice. So I was shrooming in their game and like, oh, shit. And I, was like, and then I was like, damn, this is why Miles Peacock got one. You know what I mean? Why he got an arcade. He was like, I need one. I, I all of a sudden had a need. Like, I need one. It was short-lived, <laughs> though. The next day, I was like, man, I ain't going to spend a bike. Because I was like, I can't just get one. I can get, like, two cabinets. So it'd be like, it's like a small little arcade section. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you can't just have one. You got, like, two of the motherfuckers. Yeah, it, w- it would be cool to have a spot <laughs> with a couple arcade with a couple arcade games. Like, that'd be dope, like, to have one that had the four-player four shit. You know what I mean? Then you could play, like, the Simpsons game or the the, 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 the Avengers game. or you know, all, all It's the crazy because I've seen that shit at Walmart for, like, 500 bucks. That's <laughs> not bad, dude. Game. No, not at all. And then you, and it's just the cabinet, so you put your console in there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Man, you know what Lego set they're coming out with? Man, it's it's it sucks that they, they just got to do it, man. Like every single month, it's like another dope ass one. So they're coming out. It's a Pac-Man arcade, pretty much, and like it actually has it to where like the pieces on the screen will move around and whoa, off, and like you just see like all the everything. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty fucking cool. Gotta have it, huh? Yeah, it's like 300 bucks, but I got a lot of points. I've been accumulating a lot of points. And uh, but man, and there's another one though, it's the Bat Cave. Oh, and it's I like put a, my mode in the Bat Cave, bro. It's like a 400, it's like a 400 like a uh, dollar set. It's like four or five thousand pieces or some shit, but it's like oh, the most epic yeah. like Bat Cave that they've ever came out with. Oh, come on, bro. <laughs> And then you have the fucking your little Batman or Joker little art thing, Lego art thing on the wall. Yeah, it's crazy. They even have the uh, so it comes with like multiple like minifigs. You know how he has his suits in there and shit. So there's a yeah. little where like there's multiple like minifigs in there and like suits and it moves like so you can see the different ones. Yeah, yeah. He, he has the little things that where they're just the little display case things from. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not hard. It's fucking wild, man. It's wild. And uh, <laughs> fuck, June 1st is two days away. Like, man, uh, every time I've been going, or at least the last two months when I've gone on the first of the month, uh, I've I've underestimated it. Man, you about to go out there, right? You got, well, what's tomorrow, the first? No. Oh, Thursday is. Thursday is, yeah. Uh, bro, you got to go, go camp. We got to go old school camp out. Man. Hit him on the midnight. <laughs> Hit them on the midnight when they and the shipping. They'd be like, "Listen, bro, what's up, bro? Here's, here's a fifty spot right here, man. <laughs> Open that box up." Yeah. Well, where yeah. was where you? So, where's your go to? You go to like to the Lego joint or the Walmart? Like, where where are you going? No, to the actual Lego store. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, um, 
you could buy them brand new at Walmart a lot of times. Like, not, I mean, not every. You, know hey, go, you should go up in that Lego store and find out who's a manager and be like, just see if he's cool. Be like, what's up, bro? I'm nah. trying to get on the yeah, they, they never, they never are. Because they get a small, they get a small uh, percentage off and there's only like so much that they can use like per year. So I assume most people who work there have an addiction as much as I do. Yeah, that's a good point, huh? Like, I'll work there and get closer to it. Yeah, because like that. Yeah, I don't even know what it is, but it's like a really small, like, uh, like, like it might be like a thousand or two thousand that they can use like per year. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Lego's about to drop like fifty something sets or something crazy like that. Yeah, you got to do uh, if you ever do start getting into Legos, anyone, you got to get the VIP. Uh, get the VIP account because it's free and then all the points just keep like stacking up as you buy more. So that's the incentive to like buy it from Lego versus like buying it anywhere else is uh, you get in the points as well. I've almost stacked up about $200 like worth of points. So I don't know. It might be something like the Batcave that makes me like cash in those fucking points. Do it. Cause I'd be like half off right there. So I'd be yeah, like, and then, then you might still be able to get that. You might be able to get that, and then and then the fucking the Pac Man joint. Let's go. <coughs> moving <coughs> breaks. Look at that. Who would have thought Hustlers moving packs every Wednesday? <coughs> and any packs that is, and now he's moving breaks like a motherfucker. Playing on breaks that is. <laughs> Hey, Uncle Buck at the house. What up, bro? What up, Uncle Buck? Long time. Stand high. He does say, big him up. Shout out to our guy. It's funny. He's like, I don't want to roll up a whole nother joint, but I have like a million roaches right here. Mother likes one of them up. Man, yeah, but these fucking Legos, man, it's like every single month they just do it to you and they, they come up with the uh, the free promotions of stuff. And I mean, well, I mean, I, it's funny how it's like free promotions. Like a lot of times you got to spend like over a hundred. I mean, some of them you got to spend 250 to get these uh, these free Legos, right? But they are like nice pieces that usually uh, are like somewhat limited. Bro, on Halloween, bro, you should just be like decked out all Legos, bro. <laughs> be like Lego Hustler. <laughs> be the Lego Hustler set. Ugh. It's all bricked up. Right? Gotta be hard. Yeah, it's wild. Yeah, where the hell are the new ones? I'm trying to go look right now. There's so many, so many new ones that are about to drop. Where the hell is it coming soon? Yeah, they got a whole bunch of Harry Potter sets coming out for like the Harry Potter freaks. The uh, a lot of cool Disney ones that are coming out. Word. So. That's what's done by Lego. They not they got accounts with everybody. <sighs> Everything you can imagine, Lego's making that motherfucker. You'll see the small little Batman ones. Those are like twenty to like forty bucks. There's going to be multiple of those that are coming out. I think those would be good to like just buy and collect a couple because for the city, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, and really just to like resell potentially as well because, uh, yeah, I mean, you you can never, uh, you can never have too many Batmobiles. Like, there's always going to be more Batman fans and Batmobiles available. No one wants Superman shit. I'll tell you that much, <laughs> man. This fucking Batcave and the fucking Pac Man arcade, like, man. It looks so cool. Gotta have it. 
It looks so fucking cool. <laughs> so fucking cool. But it's also worth bread too. That's what that's what it is though. Yeah, for sure. Cause this because these are ones that I'd want to build as well. So that's like another thing too. But uh yeah, who knows, man? Maybe the uh the uh, the connect at the uh, at the swap meet maybe they'll just start coming up on some big ones like that. He's the one who got the Lego or the. Uh, the you let him know. Hey, I need this one. Yeah. Like, bro, you need to get me this and this right here. Put it aside. I'm coming through. Yeah, they got a, a couple new Jurassic Park scenes that are coming out. You remember the uh, the Triceratops? When they're digging through the shit. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's one of the uh, the pieces that are coming out. That's awesome. And it's got the, the and you got a big piece of Lego shit as well. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> and so the triceratops on the side. So I think it. I think it's just standing up, but uh, you know, I'm sure you can put it on the side. But yeah, <laughs> let's see. What's the other Jurassic Park one? They said they were eating soy, uh, soy, soy-based uh, veget- vegetation, and they yeah. never, they never had digested soy before. I don't know. I feel like if you're gonna genetically engineer something, and this is gonna be their diet, like I, I feel like they would. I don't know. I feel like they I feel like that's a something I've nitpicked. If I was a scientist, I'd watch. I'd walk right out of the theater. Yeah. <laughs> There's uh it's going to be a minifig, but it's like a, an extra large minifig, like one that you have to actually build up. Like that one looks pretty cool, too. Yeah, there's a bunch that are coming out. Fuck, man. Hey, what time is it? 2.15. Yeah, I'm about to get up out of here. I was going to say, I'm going to roll. Man, I was going to say, man, we got time. Because I got to get out of here at 3. I was like, man, I got time to roll another joint. Yeah. We'll get out of here in a few minutes. And uh, 5 o'clock, that's when we're going to do the rookie draft. I'm going to throw the... Uh, the link back in here. Come get in on the rookie draft with us. We need more to join. There you go. Link there. And, it's funny uh, because I have like a gram of this flower left, but, I, but I'm going to see my guy around six. I'm like, all right. Yeah, you know what? We'll, we'll smoke a joint. <laughs> I got it done for another joint later before you show up. Yeah, the call that I got was from uh, from California. Nice. I love it when California calls me. Right? Hi, California. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. See you shortly. Yeah. So be safe, California. <laughs> be safe while you safe travels here. Yeah, within a couple weeks, California is gonna bless us again. No, no. Oh, and Anthony said, I like that man of steel movie. Superman character is a good one. Um, I don't know. I always just, I just love Batman because it's like, Batman, see, but Batman, he's dope because he's rich, bruh. You know what I mean? Because you can't yeah. do, and then on top of that, he's a ninja for real. So it's like, you get to be a rich ninja and you're like a playboy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then here's like a Boy Scout ass Superman. It's like, bruh, you're hella powerful, bruh. Like, you should just rule the world. You want to do the right thing. The world don't like you. The world, and you know what's funny about that is the world be more racist that he's the only one of his kind. They don't like him. Now, welcome to Earth, motherfucker. Now, you know what I'm saying? Welcome yeah. to racism. <laughs> and here's another thing, too. Um, 
and Superman, it really was his upbringing. He he was found by a goddamn by some by some by some saints, man. You know what I mean? It, it, Martha and whatever the fuck, uh, Kent, whatever the fuck their names are. Yeah. They were just they were just wholesome Southern folk, and they wanted a baby, and they never had one, I guess. And they found him, and they're like, you know what? Hey, fuck it, he's an alien. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pretty wild. It's pretty wild, and. uh also nuts that uh, you know, like him being um, like Clark Kent is like him kind of like making fun of like people, right? Well, like in, in um in uh see this was kind of dope actually in Kill Bill in part two. Uh he gives the analogy, he says, he says, you know, um, out of all the superheroes that wear their mask, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. See one when when Clark Kent is being Clark Kent, that's him wearing his mask. Yeah, you know what I mean. That you know what I mean. So he's in the inverse of most superheroes, where like when he's out there, he's his secret identity. Versus yeah. when he's Superman, that's really who he is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a Bruce Bruce Wayne is Bruce Wayne until you throw on that mask. Now I'm bad. I'm Batman. Voice changes and everything. Ugh. You're like Bruce. We know it's you. <laughs> Don't call me Bruce in public, Clark. <laughs> Bruce, don't call me Clark. Bruce, I'll incinerate you right now. I have kryptonite in my back pocket, motherfucker. You think I'm stupid? Yeah, I think you're stupid for doing that voice. And Jarvis said, this is when I'd be getting a used PS4. Well, yeah, like now, because people, I mean, there'll be a bunch of used PS4s in circulation, right? A lot of people will be upgrading to the PS5. Um, you know what? If I was if I was a PS5, I would be in the loft, not in your room, Deja. <laughs> Motherfuckers are shady with the PS5 and shit. Is she using it finally though? Yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> it was the day, you know, it's funny it was the day that we were putting the TVs up, because you know what I'm saying? I'm like, where's the where's the PS5? Because all of a sudden, it wasn't in the, in the closet where I put, you know, we had just moved in, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where's my PS5 at? Still in a box. And now it's all set up. It's all set up and outside. I'm like, oh, it's in my room. What the fuck? Because I'm about to put the HDMI, you know, feed it through the little the little thing in the wall. Yeah. Which is awesome because that, that's one of the things that we added, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't, I don't want to get into this house and immediately start cutting to the wall and shit just to feed the wire so it looks seamless. Yeah. And, like, they put the thing and there's, a, there's an outlet there. So it's high, you know what I mean? Uh huh. And there's a tube that you can put the, feed the wires through, it comes out the bottom. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a little little panel they put nice and sleek. Yeah. And Uncle Buck, that's why I don't want to get a PS5. Same thing. He said, I don't even play my PS5. Exactly right. <laughs> that'd be that'd be the issue. We would like have to. Bro, uh, come on, bro. You know, half of it is just to have it, bro. Like, listen, oh, I got a PS5. I've been saying that for the last two fucking two years. We didn't even open that shit. So I got a PS5. How you like it? I don't know. Yeah, if I get a PS5, we would have to be gaming. We'd have to figure oh, out how to start gaming and streaming with the 420 crew. Hey, you know what's hella dope is that that DC fighting game. It's called Injustice. I think they got like a few of them, like part one, two, maybe, maybe, maybe three. Okay. Dumbass hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uncle Buck said he liked Michael Keaton. too. And isn't it, what do you think of that new movie that's coming out? The Flash? Flash? Yeah. Oh, I love it. 
because I, I love it because there's a there's a there's a DC animated movie you should watch this hella dope, bro. Because like you could not be a DC fan and watch this because uh, uh, it's called Flashpoint Paradox, right? So Flashpoint Paradox, it's a it was a it was based on a comic series from the Flash where like you know because the you know it's all about origin stories, right? And the origin story for the Flash is that like you know his mom had got like shot and killed or some shit. Uh-huh. So, and then like that night he gets he gets struck by lightning or however the fuck it happens, but he's not out there unless his mom gets gets popped. You feel me? Yeah. So so look at this. So so got he goddamn um uh lost my train of thought. Oh yeah. So he figures. See now now he's he'd have mastered his shit. The Flash. The, the they call it the Speed Force. Right. He's mastered it now. So he's like, hey, look and check this out. I'm about to go run the other way. And turn the world the other way, cause I can run so fucking fast. I'm a fucking, and so he goes back and he goes back in the time essentially. You know what I mean? Yeah. He stops his mom from getting killed. So then when he comes back, you know what I'm saying? He runs back and run forward. Boom, comes back. Everything's different, cause he didn't change. It created a paradox. He didn't change everything. So now he comes back. He don't got the speed force, right? So now he's just a regular, regular guy. His mom's alive, right? And then like. See, then in the flash, in the animated version, it's hella, it's hella dope because this is like while while DC was losing to Marvel in all their movies, like the cinematic shit, they were killing him in the animated shit, bro. Because yeah. like the DC animated was was dark, motherfuckers getting murdered and mayhem and and you know what I mean? It's dark, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, not not for kids and shit. So like in this case, so he comes back and now like uh like Wonder Woman, right? She's bent on world domination. You know what I'm saying? Her and the fucking and uh, 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 Amazonians. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then, like, you got Aquaman. You know what I'm saying? He's going to war with, with the Amazonians. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, so it's like people splitting sides. Superman never, he never got found by his his parents, right? Or his uh his Earth parents. But he got found by, like, the Russians and shit. And they, you know, so they kept him, they kept him in solitude in, 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 like, a, in like, a prison. And the prison, it has red, uh, red radiation lights. Because like where he where where his original planet right there's there's a bunch of it's, it's called Krypton and a bunch of them they, if they all came to Earth they would all have the same powers because he got his powers from having the, the yellow radiation from the yellow sun you know our sun because they had a they had a dwarf a dwarf star which is which was which, which is the red which you know and it became a supernova it blew up that's what destroyed his planet you know what I mean uh-huh. so like you know he's a regular degular motherfucker on his planet but because they got the red sun. So and the Russians, they got him. They got him hemmed up with the red sun shit on him. So he, he's all frail, and he just never. He just grew up his whole life. He's a prisoner. He don't know nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then fucking. And then Batman. You know the the, the OG story for Batman is his mom's got his mom's and dad got murked in front of him, right? Yep. And uh, because he was crying like a bitch at at a, at, a, at a movie or a theater, you know, whichever whichever version you read. But it all ends up the same where his parents get killed. In this version, now that flashed and fucked it all up, fucking uh, Bruce Wayne, he gets killed as a kid in front of the parents. Yeah. So now, now the dad, he goes on a rampage. He becomes Batman, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. it's a different type of Batman with no rules. Like, he got straps and shit. So yeah. he's, shooting, he's shooting and killing motherfuckers, you know what I mean? And wow. then, like, the in this, in this version... I don't think they're gonna do this for the movie's sake, right? The, the cinematic, but in the animated version, the mom becomes Joker because she goes so fucking insane after the murder of her son. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, so there's always different. It's, it's it's a really cool retelling, and then but then he had and then you know I mean he obviously the Flash he's trying to figure it all out, so he goes to Batman and it's, and it's his dad, it's, it's Thomas Wayne. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's, a, he's a drunk and he's a murderer. You know what I mean? A vigilante. You know what I'm saying? It's hella hard, man. <laughs> like you'll probably find it somewhere. They used to have it on Netflix for a while, but yeah, it's called it's called Flashpoint Paradox. Hella dope. Jarvis said, "You guys uh, ever create yourself in sports video games all the time? Position, yeah, for the sure. Games. Did you exaggerate your stats? Of course, man. Like all what? The the like, and I would always like in, when I would make myself in the basketball game, I would be my height, I'd be me, make it look like me, but then all my shit's crazy. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's like I'm, you know, I'm five, I'm five seven out that motherfucker. You know what I mean?" Yeah, it was always uh, if it was basketball, I was making a point guard because I just like having the ball in my hands. Uh, yeah, versus like just going and running a bunch of plays and having to do it the right way. And then, um, then baseball, I would always create myself as a shortstop or a pitcher. And then, like I mean, you know, um, me and my boys, it was like any kind of dope fighting game, or, or you know, like whether it was No Mercy, the wrestling game, or it was like any of the Pride fighting games. You know what I'm saying? With the with pride fighters, like the UFC type shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because in those games, you had creative characters uh, a section. So it was like, we, we all in there just fighting, bro. Yeah. Fighting each other for the belts and shit. See, like, that would be fun. Doing some 420 crew, like uh, um, gaming and gaming on the w, uh, WWE 2K. Doing so, like some Royal Rumbles and shit. Uh, okay. Because I know like... Um, we can download emulators for No Mercy, and we can put in skins of our and make us and put it, do all that shit. You know what I mean? That'd be cool. But then everybody got to get it like the you know got to get the download the emulator and have a computer. You know, all yeah. that nerd, nerd. It's funny because I don't know how to do any of that shit, but I have a phone call I can make. I'm up yeah, walk, walk me through that shit. <laughs> Peacock's one of them. He knows I do all that shit. Okay. Hell yeah. Man, all right. Well, it's three o'clock, so why don't we get up out of here? And uh, yeah, we'll be back in a couple hours with the uh, with the rookie mock draft. Make sure you guys join. I'm gonna throw the link back in the chat. Offense plus IDP. You know how we do. And uh, Office said that'd be hilarious. I need a mullet in the WWE game. <laughs> That's gonna be funny. All right, we'll see you guys back here for the rookie mock in a couple hours. Peace out, peeps. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame is no surprise. I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow out of East San Jose. they know my name. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Hundred and Fifty. Then. 
place a $5 wager on any sport, you'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer.